Hey everyone, welcome to another Harry Potter Lexicon Minute, part of our 20th anniversary canon celebration. I'm Steve Vanderart, creator 20 years ago now of the Harry Potter Lexicon website. We're starting from the very beginning, the first five chapters of Philosopher's Stone. I suppose one of the first things we need to talk about is why I split up the chapters of the books in the way that I did. The Harry Potter novels have a structure, and each book follows that pattern. Even Book 7, which is a very different tale, follows that structure in its own way. The beginning chapters of each book tell what happens to Harry during the summer before the beginning of the school year, which happens on September 1st. In this opening section, we find out what life is like at the Dursleys, what Ron and Hermione have been doing, and usually when Harry is going to leave Privet Drive to stay somewhere else for the last weeks of the summer holiday. The middle of the book immerses us in the mystery of the story, because each of the books is essentially a mystery novel, and simultaneously lets us share in the day-to-day -day life of students at Hogwarts. The last part of the book is the final climax, the confrontation, the revelation of the solution to the mystery of the story. So for each book, we're going to spend three weeks exploring one of these three sections of each book. That being said, for book one, I grouped the middle and ending sections into one section. Now, this was to leave some space in our six-month celebration schedule for an occasional special week where we explore a concept. The first of these special weeks will come at the end of July, and the topic will be Quidditch. But for this week, we're talking about the first part of the first book. I've always thought that the first chapter is one of the best written chapters of any book I've ever read. Rowling said in an interview that she rewrote it something like 15 times before she felt like she got the right balance of telling what happened and keeping things hidden just right. In Harry Potter and Me, she said, I reckon I must have got through 15 different alternative chapters for book one. The reason for which I discarded each of them were they all gave too much away. And in fact, if you put all those discarded first chapters together, almost the whole plot is explained. The first chapter certainly did give fans endless opportunities for speculation over the years as the books came out and we learned a little bit more and a little bit more. We never really got the whole story until the end of book seven, and there are still a few lingering questions about what happened in Godric's Hollow that night. Rowling didn't get the timeline quite right. She admitted that the missing 24 hours were an oversight on her part, but overall the chapter is masterfully crafted. We're given just enough clues to fill us with huge curiosity. It's written to make us think we know what happened. It's not until you start analyzing everything that you realize how little information we really have in that chapter. Let's stop for a minute and think about what it was like to read those first five chapters of Philosopher's Stone for the first time. Back in the late 90s, there were no films. We'd never heard of Harry Potter and had no idea who or what he was, aside from maybe the vague hint on the book jacket about him being a wizard. So when we read the book, we had no idea what was coming. As Harry did bits of unexplained magic, and then as he received mysterious letters which followed him around the country, we read along breathlessly, wondering what was going on with this oppressed, skinny kid, and who it was that was sending him the letters. We honestly didn't know. You can only imagine the delightful surprise when Hagrid came crashing through that door into the hut on the rock. And even so, as he explained things to Harry in his comical way, and as the Dursleys sputtered an objective, we were just filled with questions. Now that the magical world had literally broken through into the real world, we weren't savvy enough to think of it as the muggle world yet, we couldn't wait to find out what Harry would be discovering. And what he discovered in Chapter 5 was 
Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley was the absolutely most magical place we readers could ever have imagined. The shops, the wares, the sights and sounds, the kids peering in windows at racing brooms, the magical bookstore, buying a wand, and of course the cart ride to a magical bank vault filled with gold. It was absolutely the epitome of magical worlds. We knew that nothing could be better. Then we would find out in the next few chapters just how wrong we were. We were about to go to Hogwarts. That's it for this Harry Potter Lexicon Minute. The canon celebration runs through the rest of this year, so join us here and on the website to rediscover the delights of the Harry Potter novels. The Lexicon's detailed reader's guides, which were first written in the early 2000s, before the series was completed, have been carefully revised and updated. We've added artwork, new commentaries, and more. Links to these guides are in the show notes and also in the Lexicon blog, along with a lot of really cool resources from the Lexicon's collection. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and get new episodes directly in your feed. And please also rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. If you have feedback, comments, or if you're interested in contributing an episode to this podcast series, email me at steve at hp-lexicon.org. This is Steve Vanderark. Thank you for listening and for 20 years of reveling in Harry Potter canon together. Mm-hmm.